1: Welcome to the Confederacy of Dunks
0: Basketball
1: Podcast. I am your host, Freddie Rivas. And who, sir, with the beautiful, you know, 2019 NBA Champions t shirt are you?
0: I'm your producer, Matt Duncan. Freddie, we're in the second round now. Not the raps, but us as fans. How are you doing? I am doing pretty good. I'm hanging
1: in, enjoying myself. If uh, you are just tuning into this podcast for the first time or you are back, uh, thank you regardless. We are a hardcore Raptors slash NBA podcast. We're you know, comedians, actors, hardcore fans, analysts, basically anyone that's obsessed with basketball is welcome on the podcast. Uh, Matt, if people want to follow us, help us, uh, you know, make us bigger than, uh, you know, the biggest podcast in the world, how can they do that?
0: You know, if you're watching us on YouTube or you're listening to us on the Rabcast, thank you very much. Please subscribe, please rate, and... all the info you need is down in the show notes. So click the links. It'll take you where you need to go. And you know what? Don't be afraid to click on our guests names. Cause it'll take you to their social medias and you can follow them and give them some love. Gorgeous. Smooth, buddy. That's
1: smooth. <laughs> show notes. Forget about it. Uh, um, oh yeah. Look we got the YouTube point going. <laughs> We're so old. Eh? Um, <laughs> actually uh a guest I'm, I'm gonna be bringing on shortly was like how 40 Freddie how old are you um, <laughs> and whatever I'm approaching 40 no worries
0: uh, I'm further along than you
1: yeah you know Damn but it. it's uh no race I guess no but race. Um, <laughs> uh let me just say before we get started um you know uh, I, I want to shout out the ongoing situation with uh with Brittany Griner. Um obviously it's uh, it's, it's slow moving and it's horrible and it's something that everyone should be informed about. Uh, but I do want to say that the, you know, I guess the U S government said, um, you know, it's officially a wrongfully, uh, you know, uh, she's in the wrongfully detained, uh, category. Um, so hopefully that signals, uh, you know, more of a prioritization and, and a shift towards, uh, you know expediting this process the WNBA has started uh we want to see bg back and uh and doing her thing for the suns so uh, if you don't know what's going on uh, make sure you get informed and um yeah i think we can uh we can get this uh ball rolling on, on the podcast uh let's uh let's bring on guest number 1 uh she's done this podcast a, a bunch of times um, she runs a basketball podcast of her own. Uh, she'll be telling you about that for sure. Uh, coming to us from L.A., she's an incredible guest, always makes me laugh, a hilarious comedian. Give it up as loud as you can, even if you're at home alone, for George Brooks.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, this song is sort of like, I don't know. It's like, I feel like
2: it's, it's, it's never contrary. what I remember. Yeah, same. Like, I always prepare for it, and it comes on, and I'm like, "Yeah, it's just off of whatever I thought it was."
1: <laughs> it's just a bit off in general, you know. Um, yes. How you doing?
2: I'm great. Thank you for having me.
1: Uh, I'm excited to have you back. Let's uh, let's let's just get this train rolling and, okay. and bring on guest number two, who I think probably has the, like the most like insane making music of all. <laughs> um, yeah, he's, he's amazing He's one of the funniest people I know I always love his basketball observations uh, You know, he can play uh, Back to the Basket, it's a lost art uh, You know, give it up as loud as you can Even if you're at home alone For Ian Gordon
3: Hello, hello How's everybody doing? You know, I always forget about this music
1: <laughs> Yeah, it never forgets about until, you
3: though, You know, Until I hear it And then I go, oh man takes about a week to get it out of my head (laughs) yeah um i won't sleep for a week
1: no you can't sleep with that music it's torture um (laughs) (laughs) uh, thanks for coming back pal
3: oh my pleasure it's always fun to do the show thanks for having me dudes
1: no worries let's um let's jump right in uh maddie uh i know you're there i've already seen you we don't have to do the existential dance Uh, do your thing and give me your most delicious Raptor sting started from the bottom. Now we hear talking raptors kiss the rain. Okay. All right. You know, I kind of dig that. I think.
0: Was that more current for you? So current. Thank
1: you very much. (laughs) Um, Started from the bottom. We all know that's uh, Drake's most recent track. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> um but uh you know for the for those checking in um uh all we know is that maddie d found a website um, <laughs> we don't know much else uh he's piecing stuff together uh you know this is like uh you know some people come for the raptors talk but uh, we're checking through like the the algorithm numbers and about 96 percent come for uh matt's uh audio foley <laughs> So um, we do appreciate you listening to the Raptors talk, but we know you're here for uh, uh, Matt's weird audio choices. Uh, He is the the snowmobile man himself. (laughs) We love him. Go Leaps go, Maddie. Okay, let's uh, let's jump right in. Um, Let me go to you first, George. Uh, Okay, Uh, this is early, and I think we're going to be having this conversation all summer. Um, and probably <laughs> September, but yep, I'd um, say. who is, you know, a really good fit for this, this Raptors nucleus, this Raptors squad. I probably should have added a caveat that the Raptors have some unrestricted free agents of their own, such as, you know, Boucher, Thaddeus Young, uh, Zach Banga, uh, you know, I think a couple more dudes. Um, and if any of those guys are your choices, fair enough. But um, yeah, you know, given what's out there, uh, who's an unrestricted free agent? Uh, and let's leave money to the side because it's exactly. hard to predict what people are going to make. Um, we're just having fun here. You know, who's someone you'd like to add to the Raptors?
2: Um, thank you for asking. I looked at the list of unrestricted free agents. Mm-hmm. There's, I don't think there's like the per, and there's, it's not. There's nobody that's really exciting. Yes, <laughs> and so that totally. means like the people who are slightly exciting are going to be hot commodity. So I so mm-hmm. I say that to say, I don't think we're going to be able to get this person because I think they're going to stick to the team they're on. But I would like uh, the Raptors to get JaVale McGee. He's a center. He's, uh, I think I see his backup center on the Suns. That's yeah. why I think he's going to stay there. But he's had like such a great season with them. Um, and I just think. I mean, we all know we need a center. I was looking at guards initially, but I mm-hmm. don't see any guards that would, that are like taller than six, seven. And I know that's, that's, that's a priority for the Raptors. So I stuck away from them. You know, I, I saw JaVale there and,
1: and, and I don't, maybe I was trying to like overthink this question, but that's like, I think I'm, I, we'll see what Ian says, but I think that's like the best answer because every team this guy has been on, the past couple of years has either like won a championship or won like a lot of games. Like, you know, I, I don't know what his success rate was on Cleveland. I think he was on Cleveland before Phoenix, but yeah, he, you know, he won with the Lakers. He won with, um, wait. Yeah. He won with the Lakers. Right. I think. Um, I'll, I'll I'll bring it up. Just in I case got to look wrong. at his. I, I don't remember. <laughs> but you know, he went from shacked in a fool uh, to basically just being this like absolutely integral piece to every single team he's on. And yeah, I think, yeah, that's a perfect answer. You know, he's. He, I
2: think that he's such a great like. Well, if he was on our team, he wouldn't be an off the bench center. I don't think, but um, <laughs> ideally, he's your bench center, or uh, he comes off the bench and you have like someone else. Um, and when you have like such amazing role and backup players, then you're laughing, you know, like he's on the suns this year. And I have a friend who's a super suns fan. Like we are Raptors fans. Mm-hmm. And he went to one game. Not he went to a few games, but he went to like the first game he went to of the season. He was like, Oh, I got to buy his Jersey. And then he just bought his Jersey. Cause he is like that integral to the team. And that beloved already by suns fans.
1: Yeah, uh, and and I just looked. He did win a championship with the Lakers. He did win a championship with the Warriors. Um, oh
2: right, and, and and he's born the same year as me, uh, which is big. Cheers, and he's seven feet tall. So, you know, and, Masai likes that.
1: Yeah. No sorry, I, I interrupted you, but he's uh, he's also mobile, right? He's not like this like he fits our style. He's not the the seven footer. like when people talk about the you know a seven footer that we would integrate to our system, like it's exactly a guy like that. you know if he starts yeah. he doesn't need to close the game necessarily. He could be situational. Um, you know if you're playing the uh, uh, the Dallas Mavericks, he could um, guard. Uh, Luca pick his pocket, run the court and dunk.
2: Um, I honestly didn't think he was seven feet tall because he does kind of have the agility of like a, uh, a smaller guy. Mm hmm. Like he doesn't read as big. And I don't know if that's, I don't know why I'm saying that. Like it's a positive, but it is a positive, (laughs) I think in this situation.
1: No. Yeah, I think so. He's mobile. I always got to shout out JaVale too for, um, I, I just don't think his, his dunk off gets enough credit. He dunked two basketballs at the same time on two nets that were far away. It was weird and gimmicky, but it was also like, if you can do something that no one else can do, like, that's cool. I think. Um, here 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 right yeah (laughs) dunk dunk here here uh ian who's your uh ufa
3: i mean javel's a good answer uh for all the things you guys mentioned he's also pretty chippy he can you know get involved if we need somebody to uh defend someone or any kind of situation like that he's kind of like he's good with that um other than him looking at who's available I'd probably look at somebody like Thomas Bryant. Um, He did his ACL last year, I think. So he was out for a good portion of the year. But when he plays, he's productive. He usually has above uh, 600 uh, field goal percentage, which is rare. It's like he's kind of like JaVale in that way. Um, Mm -hmm. He puts the bucket in with efficiency. He can rebound. And he's only 25. So he did have a big knee injury, but he's still not in his physical prime. He's kind of right there. And I don't think he's had a good shot. He's always played with Washington. They're garbage. They're a steaming pile of hot uh, bathroom garbage that's been (laughs) in the sun. That's their franchise. God love them, you know, but they're horrible. And I think he he was there, uh, he's been there his whole career. And I think if he went to a team like us, where he could do, you know, maybe come off the bench, give us 15, 18 at the five. He's probably not as mobile um, as the guys on our team, but he fits a different purpose. Like Javel would fit, big body, efficient score from the block, uh, can rebound, and I don't think he's ever had a chance on a good team. You know, if you put him on our team with good coaching staff, uh, good training staff, maybe he plays 82 games and he's actually productive. I think that. Given the right situation for him, he could be a good player, and I think yeah, he's only like eight million a year or something like that, which is pretty good.
1: Yeah, I was just checking. I, I I didn't even yeah, I must have like scrolled past his name. Um, he's he's another good selection. You know, I've, I think um, it's 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 hard to prepare for the playoffs and like assume you'll you know you'll play the same people. And I think a lot of people are, are down with what the Raptors are doing. Um, me included, you know, as far as this, like, uh, the six, nine experiment thing, but it's never bad to have options. And I think, you know, Brian is also, yeah, he, he's young. I totally agree with you, uh, about, uh, Washington, uh, you know, yeah, you, you went deep on, on, on the bathroom. Reference.
3: I was kind of, you know, I was a bit, <laughs> we've had some good battles with them. So it's only fair to verbally abuse them whenever I have the opportunity to for
1: sure. So sure
3: when they were good there they were a good rival for us they they hurt us so i don't you know i don't like
1: <laughs> hey man the, the the washington sweep is one of my darkest moments as, as a Raptor It was a dark fan. time it's a dark yeah, time i was
3: eating a lot of oreos at that time well even i mean even now but more <laughs> yeah. than probably
1: yeah, <laughs> you're eating like oreos in a different way back then you know what yeah, I mean? now the it's Bob happy years, oreos and,
3: yeah, they're happy. Yeah, that's true. I Have a smile on my face. These aren't closet dark Oreos. Yeah, <laughs> they're the double stuff. I don't go double stuff anymore. I've taken that's, a that's a big step. Single. Fair. It was. I'm it
2: took. A, it took a lot. Thank I'm you. Proud, I'm proud of you. Um, I actually think <laughs> Thomas Bryant might be like a realistic. I wouldn't be surprised unless stuff changes. I wouldn't be surprised if that ends up uh, if he ends up on our team. I mean, I would also be surprised he- because sometimes we make no moves, but.
3: He can play. I think, I think he can really play. I think given the right opportunity, he could do something for any, for not just us, but like a good team and a good situation. I think he could, he's probably looking for that. Hopefully in his career, I feel like he probably is like, I I want a better opportunity than, than what I have.
1: And, and yeah, uh, yeah, I think he's, he's a prime, like in a, not great situation um, type guy because Mm -hmm yeah i mean you know masai and bobby have fully they fully won me over as far as like the importance of de- of of development and like you know trust in that we can develop guys well and if they're willing to work you know obviously there's a lot of there's always that heat culture stuff but like raptors culture is real and and we can turn guys into winners and uh, yeah, I, I think Thomas Bryant is, is a great selection. I, I don't really know. Yeah, I, he's also also because of the injury. I think it's interesting because where, yeah, how much is he like going to command on the market? Could we pay him the mid level? Uh, does Washington, you know, like what's their interest in him? Um, yeah, I, he, he's a good selection. I, I like Thomas Bryant. Mm-hmm. Um, my, I, I, I just I feel like both your answers are better and more realistic than mine. Uh, I I went straight to guard and um, the one guy I've been thinking about a bunch. And and again, he might just, you know, like similar to JaVale McGee's in a good situation. So he might just return. Uh, But I'd love to give Victor Oladipo a chance. Uh, I think he, again, you know, I guess he's similar to Thomas Bryant in that he has such an injured history that people aren't really sure what to do with him. But you know, we've seen it before. Sometimes players are injured for a long time and they, it's just like a string of bad luck and bad health and they can kind of, you know, make a comeback. You got guys like Sean Livingston, um, you know, uh, Hey, Embiid uh, started his uh, career, very injured. Blake Griffin missed his whole first year. Uh, I'm I'm hoping Zion can kind of like, you know, string it together, uh, string health together. But uh, yeah, Oladipo was my guy. I think the guy I would really love, but I, I know for sure is getting paid is, is Jalen Brunson. Um, you, you know, watching him play for Dallas, he's amazing. But I didn't even—he's an unrestricted free agent. But like, I think that guy's getting the bag. So yeah, but
2: he's having a weird playoffs. So I, I wonder if it's going to hurt him
1: yeah well well, he was like okay can i get you to elaborate on that because he's had some big playoff moments (laughs) did you say nope
2: yeah absolutely not sir i will not i saw it and i heard it
1: (laughs) i saw it i heard it we're done here sir (laughs) um you know what that's fine uh okay let's uh Let's just move to the next question anyway. Can um, I just
2: quickly say someone we don't really need on the team, but I want on the team it, sure. who's unrestricted free agent is Kyle Anderson. He's on Memphis. Ooh, slow-mo. He's six, nine, and he's gentle, and then he gets <laughs> mad at stuff. Uh, <laughs> I,
1: I'm always, hey, I'll, I'll stump for a gentle guy anytime. Um, also, his name's slow-mo, and he moves slowly. That's cool <laughs> to me. Is he
3: Canadian? Uh, he's, he's
1: not. But no, he's not. I, I don't think, no. Um, but, yeah, I, I love Colin. I, I didn't know uh, Yeah, he, he was out there, but uh, he's an interesting guy for sure. And, you know, he's a Spurs guy, Memphis guy. Um, yeah, I, I think, like, as far as, like, rounding the edges of this team, uh, there's actually, you know, th- this conversation has proved, uh, I don't know, sort of proved my question wrong. Because, like, w- when I brought it up, I, I was sort of thinking, like, yeah, what's really out there? But, I think considering we have a decent core there, there is some opportunity to bring in like a, yeah, like, you know, a a, a winner or a a guy that can kind of like augment our core of six or seven or or five or whatever you think our core is.
2: I honestly think we need guards more than centers, even though I picked a center. So I
1: know you're trying
2: to move it. I know you're trying to move on the puck. Oh, it's all good. It's all good.
0: (laughs)
1: It's all good. Uh, um, no, no, it, uh, it is all good. And I, I think we do need a center, uh, you know, of like, like a 20 minutes a game guy and we do need uh, shooting and we need like a someone to give Fred some rest. Like I, I don't even think we'll get everything we need this summer. I think this, this squad's sort of in this phase where things are looking good. We're going to improve prove uh i think we finished with 48 wins uh i think and hope fans should expect a 50 win season next year but also yeah once you get to this area of wins in the nba uh it's hard to maintain and you really kind of you need health you need culture and you need you know like a pretty deep bench i think so yeah um ian let's go to you and and maddie why don't you come in uh I I think this is, this might get, I mean, uh, honestly, usually for the silly question of the pod, my answer usually sucks, but I have a good one this time. So uh, (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm excited to bust it out. But um, Ian, uh, if you've never heard it and okay, listen, I'm not a Sixers fan and, 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 and I never will be, I'm a Raptors fan, but they have this song they play. I don't know how long this has been happening. I think we beat the Sixers so much uh, as a Raptors fans uh, that I haven't, I just haven't heard it that much, but they have this song they play every time the Sixers win at home. And it seems like it's like a real song. That's good. It's like kind of a banger, but they basically just say like the words Philadelphia and 76ers in like a bunch of different combinations of, of ways. It's like a, I don't know, it's like a propaganda song or something, but it's, it's, I don't know. I kind of love it. Uh, It's, it's, it's worked on me. Um, (laughs) So that made me think the Raptors should have like uh, a song they play every time they win and they might already, but it's probably like all we do is win, win, win or something like that. And I mean, like we need our own song. So uh, yeah, with that said, Ian, what is the what what song should the Raptors play every time they win at home?
3: It's a good question. There is a lot of choice. There is a lot of choice. You could do something hokey like um Berlin down and down white water, that's where the log writer goes uh step lightly. That song from the Canadian um,
1: Heritage Minute, you know that Oh, one, I know it and that's mine.
3: Is it
0: actually? Yes. Oh, my God. Well, screw you. Yes. Because I went first. Uh, I
3: you know, at first. Yeah. Even That's amazing. Is it actually? It's a beautiful song. Yeah.
0: That, okay. well, you could
3: also do Patio Lanterns, Kim Mitchell. <laughs> sure, <laughs> or, sure. Or, you know, we could also make our own song where we could come up with something where like, you'd be like, the raptors clawed the enemy to death with their six-inch claws. You know what I mean? Yep. Something like that. <laughs> They That's brought good. the enemy down, and uh, you know I didn't really think about necessarily the lyrics to it. it but sounds you like you thought own. about it. <laughs> I did actually. I didn't it? It didn't go well. I did think, but it, I didn't come up with much. Um, but I think I'll probably go with the Log Riders Waltz. Yep. Just because it's a good timey song. If you hear that after a victory, it'll make you. It'll, you'll probably just want to stay in your seat. You'll be so excited. You won't want to leave the game you know
1: but i, I love the idea it. of being so excited that you you will stay in your seat
3: yeah you go like this play it again you know one more time PA guy. And then, uh, but PA the, guy the philadelphia guy. song is great it sounds like it's from the 70s very disco yeah i feel like cocaine might have been involved in its uh genesis oh certainly um,
1: you know there's
3: gotta be it's gotta be uh <laughs> you can slip that on at studio 54 and people would be like is this
1: abba you know for sure people i love your reenactments of people uh just like the person not standing up and being like uh play this again pa man one more um, time
3: blog writers waltz buddy and
1: and, and being at studio 54 and asking if this is abba is great um <laughs> It really is a great song. <laughs> uh, it is a great song. Uh, the Log Riders Waltz <laughs> is my track. I can't believe I can't believe there's a double up for this answer.
2: Also, because um, he geez. was like, you could go the the hokey way. Yeah, so yeah, but well, <laughs> he like, did though. Huge yeah. burn. <laughs>
1: yeah, huge burn on <laughs> yeah. me. Who thought I had a good answer to my own uh, <laughs> dumb question? I, okay, I'm just gonna say, uh, since this was my choice, I did. I did do a quick backup. But I'm gonna read you the first two like kind of like stanzas or whatever that is in a song. Oh, yes. So it's pretty weird. Uh, if you ask any girl from the parish around what pleases her most from her head to her toes, she'll say, "I'm not sure that it's business that, that it's business of yours, but I do like to waltz with the log driver." And the chorus is, for he goes burling down and down white water. That's where the log driver learns to step lightly. Yes, burling down and down white water, the log driver's waltz pleases girls completely. <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: can
3: you well, you're hum not the tune? To say it like
1: that, Freddie. Because <laughs> yeah, you're not it, supposed to say it like that. But no, hey, it
3: has to read be, it? Yeah, the, it's all about the chorus. Quite frankly, yeah. the, the stanzas are a little strange.
2: Can you the hum chorus, it? <laughs> I just I, need to hear it. I don't I remember,
3: remember it. it. <clears throat> it's, it's great. No, it's I'm to
1: remix it. <laughs> and the the videos. Drake hot, should too. do a
3: song. Uh, any popular Canadian artist who uh, wants to pay tribute, you know, to Canadian heritage minutes should do their own version of it—a remix, if you will.
1: I have a feeling Maddie's going to integrate that into the pod um, by next week. Uh, Listen, I don't want to set you up, Maddie, but um, I don't know what else you can do on that website you found. (laughs) I bet you something with that. Um, Okay. Uh, Great answer. I have to say. (laughs) Hokey. Sure. Hokey. Sure. Sure. But great answer. Um, George, what's up? What's your song?
2: Um, well, we know I didn't pick that one since I didn't recognize it at all. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I thought kind of like, okay, I just want to, I just, I took this question very seriously unlike like Good. Thank some you. other people. Um, <laughs> ouch.
1: Ouch. I uh,
2: I think the thing about the Raptors franchise right now is it's very cool. Like even saw Scotty Barnes get drafted to the Raptors. And I think he was like, Hey, this is cool i'm gonna meet mm-hmm. drake now i didn't pick a drake song because i i honestly thought everyone else would Yep. um and i thought it was a little too on the nose so the song i chose and you also may not recognize it but it's called northern touch by the rascals you guys oh yeah, remember oh, yeah. It? Oh, yeah. and oh, yeah. it I'll starts it like it starts good so you could just play it right from the jump mm-hmm. and it's a perfect winning song. It's about being cool in the north.
0: driving on King Street. That's a great pick. Thank
2: that's you so much. Pick. Oh my god, thank you. It's a
0: real good pick. Yeah, I
2: really
3: think read, they you should, should read do the it. lyrics to it. You should read the lyrics to it all. We like uh how okay. does it go? Does it I
0: will start? read Shock the lyrics. coming down with the an no and the Oh wow! Thanks, (laughs) Maddie.
1: Wow, the fade away in confidence—that
0: was great. (laughs) Why you wanna? Yeah. It
2: goes. We. I'll just read it in like a. Yeah. A very um, thirty-year-old white lady way. Sure. (laughs) We notorious ain't nobody can bang with us. Rascals, Mm, checkmate. checkmate. Cardi now and thrust. Cardi now. I'm sorry. That's wonderful yeah he's in it shot claire coming down with the northern touch why you people want to bang with us ain't nobody why? can hang with us Correct. Graskel's checkmate cardinal and thrust shot claire coming down with the northern touch baby
0: it's really huge. good it's yeah it's see that shit
2: that's a gem that's, that's another a,
3: seat stayer for sure bit yeah, of that's a, bomb a seat more time. stare
2: that's a excuse <laughs> me
1: pa
3: you never get everybody people wouldn't leave
1: yeah.
2: I also think, excuse me. I also think it is time to bring back like I think it's cool now to start calling Toronto T Dot again because it kind of is like, yeah, I've been here, even though I'm I know I'm currently in California. But it's like okay. okay. I've been here since the T dot. I don't call it the six because when I was growing up, it was the T dot. Am I selling this? Um
1: I don't know. I don't know if I'm with you on the T dot O dot. Um Deep uh, oh, I, you know, dot. but, uh, listen, it's fun to say, um, <laughs> I think uh, I am with you on Northern touch, but, yeah. um, Maddie, what's your song?
0: Okay. Uh, very different picks. Uh, <laughs> okay. Let me just start this off by saying when these playoffs started for the raps, when I heard Shaq say that we were going to get swept, it really hurt my feelings because, I like sure. this guy. I bought one of his printers. <laughs> I like watching him eat hot chips and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but then the raptor slander, it, it, you know, it always comes from like a very small pool of analysis for these guys. And, and shout out to Chris Boucher for calling them out on his own Love podcast yeah. saying, you know, like you just watch like a couple games before the playoff starts. If we're in the playoffs, like, thank you, Chris Boucher. You know, like, the, the, this dude, resign this dude. Anyway, so I originally picked this song more at a jab uh, at Shaq, but then I played it, and I was like, you know what? This could kind of sound good at the end of the game. Now, it is the opening song to Kazam, and I need you to picture, now, it's going to, Take some participation from Masai because I would like him ho- like coming down on a cable from center court every time we win, dressed as Kazam. And Masai I'll just give you all
2: about participation,
0: yes. And I'll just give you a little taste of it because I got it lined up here.
2: Honestly, it's perfect. <laughs> I mean, those are good vibes. You No, it's kind of It's kind
0: of weird because it's like, we're not even that excited hey, about it. What's the screaming in the background part? that for Shaq? Yeah. That's Kazam. Ain't
2: gonna make this a mystery. Don't want to do time on your wishes three. Watch it, boy. You don't want to diss me or I'll dish out my misery. I'm the man that can grant your wishes. I am Kazam.
3: That movie could have been so good. It could have been, they should have, you know. Kazam,
0: it had everything Can't you see Masai lip syncing that part of Shaq At the end <laughs> he's granting like our that, wishes
3: I like that you have him Up in the rafters coming down On a cable <laughs> but I'm also picturing Like, like a close game and like, so he's potentially has to go down. Yeah. So he's clipped. <laughs> but then they lose. And he's like, it's oh, like unclipped the harness. Like, walk down the catwalk. like yeah. Oh, my God. Oh. I do
2: like Messiah coming down from a speaker on fire. For
1: sure. <laughs> I also love that Messiah uh, has been promoted to, uh, you know, vice chairman. And uh, this seems like some type of like infinite punishment. <laughs>
0: yeah. So you're like, you're now a mascot.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the most important person in the franchise. You're like, awesome. So you make all, you call all the shots. Great. We're going to need you in the catwalk, ready to go. You should
3: have um, read the fine print. Was yeah. That, uh, but, uh, we're going
1: into OT. Sorry, man. Um, <laughs> Triple OT. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, Walt's Walt, was mine, but my backup is uh, I, I tried to look up like the Lyrics, I don't. I think it's just lyrics, like it's just dialogue from the movie. But it's uh, the part in Jurassic Park where they uh, they they go like they do move in herds. Um, okay, I love good. it. <laughs> you know. uh, a sound bite. Yeah, it's yeah, it's more a sound bite, less a song. Thinking Listen, outside the box. Uh, Log long driver's waltz was my answer. Okay, um, okay, let's uh, let's uh, talk some NBA. Let's uh, move on here. Um, thanks for all the good answers. Uh, I'm sure, uh, you know, whoever's watching uh, is high up in MLSE and will make uh, <laughs> yeah. make make this happen. Like, yeah, I just don't see it not happening. Just no.
2: like, I know we're moving on, but imagine Masai coming down when there's like an empty arena and he still has to do it.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> no plan. Like, COVID's back, but guess what? Masai is still, I don't know, <laughs> hanging in the catwalk. Um, okay you know before i move on let let me just uh you know this is adhd in full effect here Uh, uh i'm easy to stall you know if you've never seen the clip uh watch uh denver nuggets opening day uh the cougar whatever the mascot's called um this is like probably a decade ago is waiting to come down and the harness uh is like not placed properly on the mascot and Basically presses too hard on his, like, uh, kind of like that. What's that area right below your uh, ribs? Your pelvis? Yeah. It's <laughs> like, kind of like high tummy area, whatever. Yeah. But it knocks the wind out of him, uh, <laughs> and he passes out. So they basically look like they're lowering a dead body. And it, I can't wait to watch this. It's one of the funniest things you will ever see. Uh,
0: <laughs> oh yeah. I have seen that. It's amazing.
1: <laughs> and he's lowered. And by the time he gets to the, to the court, they know something's <laughs> wrong and they shut the lights. They, <laughs> they shut the lights and they, basically cheerleaders are like, Oh, don't look over there. And there's like a group of people waiting for him and his body just like slowly collapses. Oh, uh, it's only funny because he's okay. Yeah, but uh, yeah,
2: I'm so, so delirious. I, I know. I i don't, I don't want my <laughs> side to ever go through that. Okay, it would be way less funny if it was like a man, <laughs> like, 100%. If,
1: if there
0: wasn't dressed a as movie, a genie, yeah, it'd be yeah. really
2: if, 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 if there's no co- oh, actually, the
1: costume helps. I think. But, um, yeah, if it's just like a, someone in a business suit, you're like, yikes. Um,
2: I just laughed so hard at that description, I realized. I have a new baby and I haven't slept at all. And I was like, "Why am I laughing so hard?" Just at the description of this.
1: (laughs) I mean, you'll you'll get full. First of all, you know, all all new baby deliriums welcome here. And and please do yourself a favor and uh, George, watch that video because you'll uh, you'll cry (laughs) laugh. It's it's like truly a classic NBA moment. It's up there with like Tyson Chandler blocking a shoe mid game. Um, Check that out too if you've never seen it. uh okay let's uh let's hit up some nba uh maddie good sir give me your your most uproariously weird nba sting i am not a criminal but how good the raptors are is quite criminal okay is so jeff McHenry. <laughs>
3: uh, <laughs> what's going
0: on uh, um well, we we have a guest from America on today. So I, I was like, what president would would George know? And uh, yeah, that was Richard Nixon.
1: Richard Nixon,
2: another the relevant one, reference. <laughs> Which one president would George know? <laughs> it's probably Nixon. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. George, you're from, uh, you remember Watergate, right? Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> you saw all the president's hey. men, No. You're gonna do that um, citizenship test sometime. What are they gonna ask you? Probably about Nixon a little. Oh, for sure. Don't be. <laughs> and I'll
2: be like,
1: I know him. But who's Nixon? <laughs> a. Um, who's Roger Stone? Does he have a tattoo of Nixon? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, stuff like that. Does Does Roger Stone wear a top hat? Uh, um, okay, uh, George. Let's uh, Let's start with you on this one.
2: Can you not? Start with me.
1: Yeah, for sure.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I forgot forgot about this question.
1: Uh, that's all good. Um, Ian, let's start with you. (laughs) Um, all right. So, uh, yeah, four international MVPs in a row with the Jokic win. I mean, it would have been international if it was, uh, Embiid or, uh, you know, Giannis anyways, but, uh, Giannis two in a row, Jokic two in a row. Uh, I, I've seen this question floating around Twitter. Um, so shout out to the, you know, the first person that, that asked it, but um, yeah, you know, like when will the next American win MVP, like what year Uh, or like, you know, you don't have to say like the year or whatever, but like, you know, like how long is it going to be and who is it going to be?
3: It's a great question to be honest, because if you look around the NBA top 20, top 25 players, a lot of them are international now, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, and a lot of the American Amer, – seems like the best American players are going through a bit of a like a, a, a change. Like you've got mm-hmm. LeBron and Durant and guys like Kyrie and uh, even Kawhi who are in their 30s getting older. Mm-hmm. And then the new, new guys coming in kind of like um, – it's going to have to be one of them. You, you could say, sure, LeBron could win any year. But I think at this point in his career – he's going to need enough help where he probably wouldn't be up for MVP consideration necessarily, mm-hmm. unless he does something crazy outstanding, which you can't necessarily, but I mean, the guy's almost 40 for God's sake. So it's hard to say yeah. LeBron. Then um, if you look, to be honest with you, the best two players that I could think about, it would, I would have to say, uh, I want to say Morant, but I'm going to say Tatum because I think that his situation is a bit more stable Mm-hmm. He does have Kemba, uh, or sorry, um, Jalen Brown, my mistake, mm-hmm. uh, who's a great player in his own right. But it seems to me, especially watching the, we'll get, he'll get to this, but his performance in the playoffs and when games matter, he steps up. He can kind of do everything the team needs. He's an amazing shooter. The guy can, he can get 12, 13 rebounds as a, you know, like a two if you need him to, a two, three but then he can dish the ball too. Um, I like the Morant pick. It's probably like the more popular pick, but he's still a bit younger, right? And he seems to be, I hope that this isn't his trajectory, but he seems to be so aggressive to the hoop that he's getting injured. Um, Mm -hmm. Whether he's going to be able to temper that in his play going forward, he can shoot the ball, so he might not necessarily need to be somebody who drives all the time, but he's an attacking player. So he's risking... That kind of, you know, impact all the time, even in the uh-huh. regular season, eighty-two games go by. Whereas Tatum, yeah, he he goes to the hole a lot, but he kind of has that mid-range game, the bit more of a slice and dice, not as not as aggressive as a, a player. So I would say just based on him being a little bit more mature um, and maybe having a bit more of a settled situation in terms of the team. I hate to say, I like the Memphis team. They're amazing. But I think that if I'm looking at the you know, Morant versus Tatum, their situations, their age, everything else, if I had to say, it would probably be Tatum. But this is not to suggest that he will even win it. But mm-hmm. if I had to pick an American player, I'm picking him. Um, and I would say within the next three years, maybe four, because I think that Tatum's, what, 25? Something like that?
1: I think so. I can That's double check. Yeah, twenty
3: four to twenty five because he came in the league pretty young. I think he only played one year at Duke, um, and so he, but he's been in the league for a while now. But I think that he's coming into his prime. He has a skill set that not a lot of players have, and he's in a good situation. Um, so I could see him winning MVP of any American player, which is crazy to say actually, because you think American players. All of a sudden, you're like, okay, well, if I'm actually taking a look at the landscape of the NBA. A lot of those players that we've been so accustomed to being amazing and being MVP caliber players, Harden, you know, uh, Durant, Kawhi, LeBron, they're all getting older. They all likely don't have another shot of winning an MVP if we're just looking at it just objectively. It would be very difficult for those players to win one, especially who's on their, their teams respectively. So I think that that would be a tricky time. Um, it's a crazy time for international players. Basketball, man. A lot of the best players in the in the world are are international. Man, you got to figure. Honest to God, if Yugoslavia was still a country, they'd be the best basketball nation in the world, like for sure.
1: They'd be you know? they'd be pretty stacked. Uh, yeah, I think they'd beat the U.S. Yugoslavia. They'd, they'd at least be like very very top heavy. You know, they,
3: they should a, a
2: consider becoming a country again for that just for percent. the
3: just for the Olympics, and then be like we we'll go. You know, we're gonna put it all aside, try to win gold, and then you can go over here, and we'll hate you a lot. Um, sorry about everything, uh, but just for this sort of six week period, we'll we'll put it aside. <laughs> it would be worth it, you know.
1: I mean, yeah, Ian. So many good points. I am. I'm with you. Like you know, all the all, all the way. I think you know, Jaw and Tatum are the guys. I. I'm sort of circling. I have, uh, I have another guy in mind, but those are, I think, like, probably the candidates, right? And I think you highlighted it well. Like, you know, and I'll just add: Giannis is young, Jokic is young, Doncic is obviously right, young. Right? Yeah, you know, those guys are candidates. I think of like the old guard. I feel like perhaps there's an opportunity for one more Steph MVP. Right. If the Warriors that. are like absolutely rolling, um but I think that has to happen in like the next You're 2 right. years. But, you know, really, yeah, like over, you know, Embiid, over Jokic, over Giannis, I don't think so. Like or probably Devin's not, right?
3: Doncic is going to get his MVP.
1: Yeah, yeah, he seems headed that way and I think you make you, you know, you bring up some really good points with with Jaw. You know, he's such an attacking guard where I think you know donchich is more of like, like a, his style of game kind of preserves his body a bit more mm-hmm. and i think that yeah like you know a, a guy like Ja, you know we, we hope for health but um it's just there's so much explosion there that i think hardcore nba fans have seen it before where like that that's just sort of it's a small window of time where you can be like Westbrook-style explosive. Although, hey, Westbrook maybe is a, a good but example. D. D of Rose of had
3: the one year. D. Rose had the year yeah. he won the MVP, but then the next mm-hmm. year he was like, he unfortunately got injured, and he wasn't the same for a number of years. He's had a great comeback, but he's done it because he was able to shift his game, not necessarily mm-hmm. the same player when he came back. So, yeah, I would, don't want, I would hate to see that for Ja, but when you see players of... That kind of design, how he plays the game, it's it's it might be hard for him to turn that off because he's such an amazing attacking player.
1: And um and by the way, uh, Tatum is twenty three right now.
0: Yeah. See. Yikes.
1: So you know with the with bo- yeah with the Boston nucleus, I think you know there's a chance that Boston you know finishes first in the East or something like that, and you know he's Tatum's very good. Yeah, he's he's pretty well rounded too. Like this year he's 27 points, uh 8 rebounds, 4 assists. Like all, all those numbers yeah. bump up a little bit first in the East. Like there's there's definitely a path. Um yeah, and I think you covered a lot of the angles too. Like that's sort of why I was, you know, bringing this question up. But um yeah, George, wh- what about you? Who's the next American MVP? Uh and and when? Yeah, like I, I should say Ian said like a, you know, 3-year window, which seems fair.
2: Yeah, I agree there's uh, you know, I think that it's going to be a minute before there's another MVP who's American because I think Embiid might get it like post I feel like he didn't really I, I feel like Jokic really did deserve it this year but I think yeah, that I enough agree. people feel like Embiid missed out on it two years in a row then mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if kind of like what happened to Monty Williams and coach of the year if like yeah. he gets it next year so and James Harden right he was like runner up twice and then he got it Oh, sorry i was like james harden is not getting it next year no but now no, i understand not. what you mean yeah, yeah um and then i wouldn't be surprised if Giannis got it again i think Luca's is gonna get it if not twice so all those things say it's gonna be back-to-back international for a while and i genuinely think that the next american to get it scotty barnes
1: Oh, I almost (laughs) said Scotty Barnes. There's like a. I know that sounds. I know
2: that's crazy, but wishful thinking. But it could happen because I honestly, listen, I honestly think Scotty's going to be the next Giannis, and I think he's going to be it in only a couple, maybe maybe like three years. I think he's going to be like starting um, All Star. So. If he's going to be a starting all-star, maybe he could also be, who knows, maybe he'll be the next MVP because it could be Tatum if he keeps going on a leap, but sometimes too, when you see somebody grow too much, you like disregard their greatness. Like I think that happen is happening to Devin Booker a little bit. Like he kind of probably deserves an MVP nod, mm-hmm. but I, it's like he was on a bad team. We saw him grow. We saw the like struggle, and then you're like, no, he's still that guy. Or I, I mean, maybe Devin Booker's not the best example, but he's the first one I thought of. I really was thinking more about like when you start. Okay, I've been watching Grey's Anatomy. Sure. stay with me okay. and Meredith <laughs> Gray has been at the same hospital for like a long time since her residency and now she's like a world-renowned doctor but people at that hospital sometimes still see her as like the slutty intern but she's right. not anymore she's a world-renowned doctor anyways that could happen to Jason Tatum and I just think <laughs> Scotty Barnes next American MVP
1: I love your Grey's Anatomy comp so very much, um, and I also, I mean, you know, I know that it was, I know that that show's still going on. So shout out to them for making her like. I, I hope that show, you know, brings it to the point where she like retires and is like a, a doctor that tours like universities and stuff and gives like speeches and like she doesn't actually practice anymore but is like consulted.
2: I'm I I um because I'm like breastfeeding a baby. I do mm-hmm. a lot of TV watching, and I I've caught up. I'm up to date on the m- most current episode in season 18 of Grey's Anatomy, and she's now like curing Parkinson's.
1: Cheers! Um, wow! Wow! <laughs> go go get him, Grace! Um, Grace. <laughs> okay. Uh, that, that that that's fantastic. Though I, I feel like the Scotty trajectory. I mean. Obviously this is a Raptors podcast and you know, I, 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 it's weird. I want to throw cold water on that, but I also, I I can't like, I have to see what he looks like in year two. And yeah, I have to see um, if he slows down a little bit just because yeah, his, his year one was absolutely like, just like insane. Um, But uh, my guy is actually Devin Booker.
2: Oh shit! <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> um. Sorry, my baby's screaming. Yeah. I actually just typed, <laughs> my
3: uh, my toddler's yelling too.
2: Okay. <laughs> my husband's supposed to. Get, my husband's got the baby. I just wasn't sure. Listen, we're it's we're hard doing to we're,
3: wrangle sometimes. Yeah, They're, they we're can
1: doing, be a bit wrangle proof. <laughs> yeah, wrangle proof. Um, listen, I, I resistant. Have, I don't have kids yet, so you you guys you know you do what you got to do. Uh, we'll we'll accommodate. Um okay. but uh yeah my, I think you kind of covered it with with Booker. Like my my thing is that the Suns are awesome and I feel like even as Paul ages out there's a chance that they are number 1 in the west and I think there's a there's an opportunity for Devin Booker as he refines his game and gets better like maybe he has a season where he averages 32 points. Like the guy scores so easily and you know, we're talking about wrangle proof. I, I think he's, you know, sh- everyone can, everyone can get injured, but all we know so far about Devin Booker is that he's pretty close to playoff proof. Like, you know, first time in the playoffs, went to the finals. That's, that's pretty remarkable. Obviously the team stacked Deandre Aiden's amazing. Uh, also international, you know, he's a uh, uh, shadow Barbados. Ma- I think he's to- Oh, so, oh sorry, so oh, uh is he my bad. No, he's know. Bahamanian. Uh my bad. Um yeah, he's he's not from Barbados. But um he might be, dude. I don't know. No, is no, that I, you
2: thought he was Rihanna.
1: Yes, <laughs> oh yo, you 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 got me. Yeah,
2: I I thought DeAndre Aiden
1: was Rihanna. Uh and yeah. now I'm just discovering no, yeah, he's from NASA, Bahamas. Well, one thing uh, I'll say
3: about, about Booker, uh Freddie, is like uh I'd like to see him now that he's entering his prime physically. I'd like to see him play without Chris Paul, see what he's like without right. Paul. Because Paul but- brings a certain element, both there's a plus a, a plus and a negative. You learn a lot from him. He dishes the ball a lot. Certain statistics go down. That will inhibit his ability to be an MVP if his assist uh, level drop because of Chris Paul. You know, if he for him to be MVP, he's gonna have to average, they're gonna have to be first in the West, and he's gonna have to average like 27, 9, and 9. Because, yeah, I was saying like 32 points, like you know what I mean? So, he's yeah, he'll have to average like 38 and 9, 30, you know, like around mm -hmm. there. And, um, if, if he could do it, like I'm not saying he can't, but. Be interesting to see what he's like when Chris Paul leaves.
2: I will I just want to say mm-hmm. i I feel like that is why he's never in the MVP, or not never, but in the last two years hasn't yeah. been in the MVP conversation. Is because everyone's like that team that team got like playoffs once Chris Paul was there. Everyone recognizes Devin Booker's great. But in the last two years, there's been multiple times in the playoffs where Chris Paul has been out. Like last year he was out for a whole round with COVID. Remember, he kept like calling in and like FaceTiming mm-hmm. being like like you guys can do it. And then this time that happened too not COVID, but a few games and the team was fine. But then Devin Booker was out for a few games and the Suns like lost to the Pelicans. Um, so I think that Devin Booker is more important than we, than we think he is because yeah. we think we really like give way well, a lot of credit to Chris Paul, and he deserves it. But I think that we don't need to take it away from Devin Booker as much as we do. We we do.
1: Yeah, I, I think like I think you know it's a multiple true scenario. I feel like uh, as Raptors fans, we've even seen what you know fred is able to do without kyle but also when the team and pascal but when kyle was was with the team there it's still his team he's still the leader and i feel like kyle and chris paul like there's some similarities there you know what i mean they're of game managers or savvy like if they're on your team they're the vet like even kyle going to miami obviously it's like jimmy's team but it's still like there's been some sharing there i think Uh, but let's, uh, let's wrap this up with the last question here. Um, yeah, just, just sort of quickly, Ian, uh, what's the most, um, what's the most exciting second round series, uh, in your opinion so far?
3: There've been some really good ones, actually. Um, it's been some good basketball. I really have enjoyed watching the, the Memphis golden state. Oh, it's three one now, Mm -hmm. um, with jaw out that kind of sucked. The first few games were really good. They're all highly contested. Um, I hate to see injuries like that, but it's you know conducive to the intensity of yeah. the games. But I would probably have to give it to the Boston-Milwaukee. It's been back and forth. There's been a couple of lopsided games. But um, I've really been enjoying – you know, listen, he's a Celtic, and they're a chief rival of ours. Mm-hmm. But I've been enjoying watching Jason Tatum play. I hadn't watched a lot of he's Celtic amazing. games during – the regular season because I don't watch Celtics games that much during the regular season, <laughs> Fair. you know, watching Raptors games, but having watched him now in the playoffs, especially against a good Milwaukee team, um, he's, he's carrying that team. He's a very good player and uh, it's been nice to watch him play. And the game, the basketball has been pretty good. It hasn't been as chippy as the golden state Memphis uh, series seemingly, but um, it's been, Seemingly okay. We could talk about the refereeing and everything and there's some inconsistencies, whatever there always is. Yeah. But if I had to choose, yeah, Boston, Milwaukee has been good. I've enjoyed that. That series pretty, pretty good. As much as I really don't like those two teams.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, good, good answer. Um, uh, I still contend that the Celtics, uh, you know, should have drafted Markel Faults, but um uh jk jk um no uh tatum's amazing Uh, i mean i'm happy for horford wow like what what a game the other night uh that series i think might be the answer uh it's it's not my answer for this question but um george yeah what's your favorite series so far
2: um my answer is pretty much exactly the same because (laughs) at first it was um memphis golden state Um, And then they had a blowout game, which was really boring. And um, but and now I find finding Boston and Milwaukee really fun to watch. The game last night, oh, God, I think it was last night with Memphis and Golden State. I I thought it was really good. So, anyways, yes, I think those two series are the best. I'm not loving the Heat 76ers, and I think that's just because, like, the first two games were really boring because mm-hmm. it was like the Heat weren't even trying and they were beating the 76ers. And now it's hard to watch because, like, Joel Embiid is wearing a mask and he thinks he's, like, so cool, and then he plays well, and that's <laughs> annoying. Ha. So... And like, don't at me. But like, I cannot stand watching Luka Doncic. I know he's so good at basketball, and but it's like he's so fucking annoying. Or oh, are we allowed to swear?
1: Um, no. And you just banned us. Um, Shit. No, no <laughs> shoot, um, <laughs> shoot. Anyways, um, he drives
2: me nuts. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. I th- I think we're all like mostly in agreement. But my, you know, I guess yeah. I think really is Celtics. Uh, you know, Bucks. But I I actually, you know, I think I'm. I said we're all in agreement, but I actually, I just, I love when a series everyone thinks one thing, and there's a dramatic turnaround. So in that sense, I'm enjoying Philly, Miami. I th- I think it was like you know they asked a bunch of analysts, and like 15 people picked Miami, and all of a sudden it seems like you know, and maybe it's just like a home thing, and Miami's going to win in six or whatever. But it does seem like there's been a tone shift. And, and Bede uh, back is huge. And bead's you know, been good. They have you no know. answer for him. Nobody can guard him on that team. Yeah, and Harden, you know, finally showed up and had, like, a big game. You know, Maxie's all, like, you know, we dealt with the Sixers. Like, there's some I talent Maxie. there. Maxie's amazing. And, and, you know, I think... Like even doc, right. It's like one of the most like slagged coaches in the NBA. Like he's, he stood up tall against nurse and Spo. So I think, I don't, I don't know, like, you know, like like narratives can change. And I think that there's something cooking there. Um, And I think Philly has a chance to win. And I, I think, I don't know, not a lot of people would have said that uh, a week ago. But um yeah, let's, being uh,
3: back changes everything
1: for them. Yeah, it changes everything, right? It just changes the complexion of the game. Um and maybe I'm just I just want to hear that song that I like. Um <laughs> that says Philadelphia Seventy Sixers a bunch of times. But um listen, I'm not a Sixers fan, okay? Raptors fan. Uh, but uh guys, this is the pod um thank you everyone who's been listening and supporting and uh, we were digging raptors republic and growing and and all that jazz so um like subscribe like subscribe uh like me and matt were doing at the beginning like (laughs) whatever um but Mm. uh uh, oh thank you matt appreciate it (laughs) um (laughs) nice mumble laugh there but um yeah george uh what's up what do you want to plug uh please you know tell people Um. about your pod
2: Thank you for asking. Yes, I have a basketball podcast. It's kind of like a fan podcast. I just say that because, like, randomly I'll forget a player's name that I should definitely know. Like, anyways, this isn't a good ad. Um, listen to my basketball <laughs> podcast. It's with me and Sarah Rooker. She is a comedian out here in California, but she also coaches high school basketball and in the States, that's so like, you just, it's not like just like a T te- you know how, like in Canada, that's just like a teacher here. It's like someone they hire. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, it's called bounce that that's the important part. It's called bounce that it's a podcast. It's very funny and cheeky and we talk all about basketball.
1: Hell yeah. Bounce that. Not every pod needs to, you know, be like memorization, perfect or analytic. Oh, or whatever. Um, but we're very smart. Very smart, very smart people, very funny people. Uh, everyone check out you know George's pod, uh, she's amazing, and um, the pod's great. Um, Ian, what's up? What do, what do you want to plug? What's going down?
3: Um, got lots of shows coming up throughout the summer. Um, but follow me on Instagram, shirt underscore Gordon, uh, active on there and nowhere else really. Uh, but yeah, lots of shows in the city, out of town, especially. But if you're in Toronto. Um, Go support your local comedy club. Come see me, but go see some comedy. Uh, Go support live comedy. Go to Comedy Bar. There's a new comedy club uh, on Dundas called Nothing Fancy, which is a Mm -hmm. fun place. Used to be a cool bar called Red Light. Now it's another awesome independent comedy club. So if you're listening and you're thinking about going and supporting some live comedy, go do it. It's always a fun time. Have some beer and enjoy yourself. Also, uh, before we go, speaking of spinning videos, there is a hilarious video. You guys might have seen it. A woman is being rescued. Again, she turns out to be fine, but she's being rescued from a (laughs) desert somewhere by a helicopter. Okay. I
1: love that this is the plug. Okay, yeah.
3: (laughs) Something goes wrong. It's clearly not supposed to happen in this way, but she starts spinning. Like
2: amazing
3: spinning. Like wow. honestly, I'll say this: I'm not being hyperbolic. She probably spins 200 times, maybe oh, 250 God. times right. as they're bringing her up to rescue her.
1: <laughs> so she's wow. full Pascal Siakam, just like and one. She's, on the hey. she's on the most
3: powerful gravitron of all time. And um, <laughs> it's really kind of hilarious to watch it, especially knowing that she
1: was okay. Which is great. <laughs> okay. Do you she at, at it. She's okay, so you can laugh. Yeah, totally. You know, I'm talking about a, a, a Denver Nuggets misfortune of mascot, others. You know,
3: laugh at yeah, the misfortune 100%. of others, provided they're okay. Um,
1: Hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. That's amazing. I, I'm definitely going to check out that video. Uh, and um, you, you have to. It's hilarious. I will. Uh, Guys, uh, you know, thank you both. Uh again, thanks to everyone who's been uh, supporting us and you know listening to the pod and everything. And and Maddie D, thanks for your uh your amazing production. And um, yeah, well we'll catch you guys next week. And if you feel like we're we're done and we're good to go, please,
0: Maddie, just give me those words I love so much. Okay. Okay. Listen to the Confederacy of Dunks exclusively on the Rapcast.